Welcome to the trailer for What the Suck Podcast. Do you like movies? Do you like horror movies? You know, movies like Exorcist 2 and The Bye Bye Man. Well, those of you still with us are just the weirdos we want. We watch all the terrible, no good, so bad they are bad movies you never knew existed. Have you seen Wish Upon, I Am Zozo, Creepshow 3 perhaps? You haven't? Well, lucky for you, we have, and we're here to tell you all about them because we believe that no matter how bad a movie is, it should be watched. Someone put at least some effort into these, and bad movies deserve love, too. And boy, do we love watching them. So, please join us, your hosts, Chris and James, on What the Suck Podcast for a weekly discussion of all things bad, good, good, bad, 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 so bad they are good, so good they are bad, so bad they are bad, and Gary Busey. <laughs> Found That's every- my best Busey. <laughs> Found- I don't know if that works, but... It works for me. Found everywhere podcasts can be listened to. I'm Joel. And I'm Emily. And I'm Joel. And I'm Emily. And I'm Joel. Uh, I think we did this already. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? So I wanted to try and say hello in a different way each episode, but I only know so many ways to say hello, so I'm going to get them all out of the way at once. We should introduce ourselves first, though. Oh, hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Joel. Okay, can I do it now? Sure. Okay. So the, all the ways that I know how to say hello, I can say hola, bonjour, ciao, aloha, konnichiwa, konnichiwa ni hao. Mm. In German, I believe it's just hello, but with an A. Yeah, I know. That's because English is pretty much German, but angrier. Or no, German's German angrier. Angrier, German's English. angrier English. That's right. Yep. German's yeah. the angry English. Anyway, so yeah, I'm Emily. We already did this. I know. We're doing it again. Why? I don't know. I think it's a little bit over the top. Okay, so yeah. this is Drink. Drunk. Dead. Dead. I still can't do it as well as you can. <laughs> My voice doesn't do that. All right, so I had a few things that I wanted to get out of the way here. We actually already recorded this episode, but the kitties made so much noise that our audio was just absolutely atrocious and we had to chuck it it was so bad so we are re-recording this episode and uh in that time period we actually got our new intro music which you you have heard and i want to get a plug to the people that made it for us because i love our intro music i'm very happy with it killer are you happy 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 you're so enthusiastic you're really selling it that's the no, it's the Duck Dynasty dude. Happy, happy, happy. I don't watch that show. Well. I don't know. You're missing out. <laughs> okay, so I need to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Matt Broke Boland and Roger Dobry because they wrote, recorded, and produced this for us. We we really just kind of gave them the most vague, ridiculous idea of what we wanted, and they nailed it. I think they did a damn good job. For sure, bud. Yeah. So, um... 
I am going to, at the end of the episode, I'll put up in the episode notes links to their Facebook pages. And then uh, Broke Boland is also on Spotify and Instagram, so I'll include those links. I also, um, I really wanted to do this. I've been wanting to do this for a little while, but I want to give a, a shout out to our loyal listeners because we have a few people for sure that listen to us every single episode. And it, I get so excited when I see that they've listened to the newest episode. Two of them are people that I know. John is my oldest friend in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Justine, one of my coworkers from before, before I became a grad student, one of my old coworkers, Justine, she listens every week. But I have um, Erie State College and Lebanon, PA, Finley and Columbus, Ohio, Houston and Humble, Texas, Lindenwold, New Jersey, Mountain View, California, Carlinville, Illinois, Hamtramck, Michigan. <laughs> I had to. Hamtramck. I had to sound that one out like I had to put it in there phonetically because like the way it's spelled is not the way it sounds. <laughs> And then uh, we have Greater Sudbury, Ontario, listens every week, and Ipswich, England. So yeah, we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. We see that you're listening, and it really means a lot to us. So it's a big, ex- big exciting moment for me to get to say thank you. Danke. Yeah. We don't have any German viewers yet. Mm-mm, not yet. If we did, they would understand Mm-mm. that. So when this episode comes out, we're going to just be getting back from our vacation. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go to Myrtle Beach. What do they call it? Myrtle Beach? No, it's like a redneck vacation or something. What? They call it the the Redneck Riviera or something. I don't know. I've never heard that a day in my life. Really? <laughs> I've had three people in the past week tell me that's where we're going. No. Yeah. It's not a redneck Riviera. I don't. It's Myrtle Beach. It's South Carolina. It's great. I like South Carolina. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to this. So yeah. Anyway, this is going to be coming out right when we, well, shortly after we get back. Mm-hmm. Plan to do a themed episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Over down there. That'll be a surprise. You'll get to see. Hopefully, you'll get to hear the uh, the ocean crashing in the background. It'll sound something like this. Is that what oceans sound like in your world? I've been to an ocean before, okay? <laughs> and that is exactly what it sounds Nailed like. Nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> we are going to be starting uh we're going to we're going to be doing a giveaway. You get to enter for a chance to win a prize. I'm so excited about this part. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to run through March 29th. And it's a chance to win. We're going to be giving away um, a Visa gift card and then a few other small fun prizes. So, and it's just a one person. But um, to be entered for the drawing, you need to rate and review us on iTunes or retweet an episode. I put up the tweets of an episode with, and then retweet it with a comment on Twitter because that's where you tweet because I'm so modern and I know these things. Hashtag. I know I'm old. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so rate and review on iTunes or retweet an episode with comment on Twitter, and then take a screenshot of that and send it to us in our email. That's drinkdrunkdeadpodcast at gmail dot com, and we'll enter you for a chance to win this gift card and some fun little goodies that we'll we'll send you. 
And that's going to run through March 29th. I'm really excited about this. Share it. Tell everybody. Get it out there. Or don't share it because you want all the money for you. I could totally see how that would yeah, work. <laughs> right. You greedy bastards. Yeah. I found out something really interesting. Well, okay, so not really interesting, but I found it intriguing this week. What's that? I was scrolling through Facebook, and somebody else had recently visited visited Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. And um, they had posted this picture of... It's like this plaque that's on the wall between some cells and Alcatraz. And it really ties together. Episodes five and six. You are so gross. I just burped. <laughs> and he's so proud of himself. <laughs> so nasty. <laughs> so, okay. When I looked at this picture, it says, um, it says Stewart's Patent Jail and Locking and Operating Device. It's a really long name. Stewart's Patent Jail and Locking and Operating Device. Manufactured by the Stewart Ironworks Company in Cincinnati, Ohio. So where I did the music hall and you did Alcatraz and it tied them together. Episodes five and six. I thought that was really cool. It's <laughs> my fun little fact for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Small world. Nerd. I know. I'm you okay with nerd. it. What are you drinking? Where's your cup? Oh, that's right. It's on the floor because you're trying you not to make put noise. put it on the damn floor. Because you make so much noise. I don't. Though. It's the fucking cats. And you know it. So we recently uh, happened across I'm Not Okay With This on Netflix. Great show. Oh, my gosh. Uh, not shouts out to the creators because you only make 25-minute fucking episodes. And that's just, you know, it's psychologically defeating that we only get 240 minutes <laughs> of a show. So I was uh, at home and I watch this preview while he's at classes. And I'm going, well, this looks kind of interesting. So I watch about 10 minutes of it before he gets home. And then we start it. And we binge through the entire series or season in one day. It has the the girl from, it's the second, it part two. So it has her in it. She's the lead character. And it's basically um, a different take on Carrie. And it is, it's so good. I freaking liked that show a show. lot. I would just want to keep watching. I could watch it again tonight, honestly, if you want to put it back on after we're done with this. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah. I liked it for sure. We're going to be working on my son's uh, science fair project. As soon as we're done re-recording this episode, he's trying to make Wally, And by he, I mean we have to make it. And then he kind of puts in his two cents. And he got all the glory for it. Yeah. Well, first graders, what do you want? I want my damn recognition. You'll get it someday, baby. You're on your way. 22 years in, it'll happen eventually, it's right? It's going to be magnificent, though. And... <sighs> okay. <laughs> Is that where that thought ends? That's, yep. Okay. <laughs> I so, can't be mean to a seven-year-old, I guess. It's almost eight. Old fart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so what are you drinking tonight? What are you drinking tonight? I have no idea, honestly, this time. Jim and Coke. Oh, yeah. It's the Jim Honey, right? It is. It's not as good as... Um, the Jack Daniels Honey? Yeah. It's a bit better, but it's not bad. I am drinking a vodka Sprite. With strawberries. With strawberries. It She's was... been on a health kick lately, so I think the strawberries make her feel better about the... I got chunky. I got, I got 
Thick thighs. Thunder thighs. Thunder, thunder thighs. Yes, ma'am. Mom jeans all day, why you mad, though? Mom jeans all day, why you mad? That's her favorite song. It is. It's such a good song. It's a good song. Right. Miss Eves, go check it out. Phenomenal song, especially if you have thick thighs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm doing vodka, Sprite, with, this time I did frozen strawberries, because they make really good ice cubes, and they're tasty. Two for one. But they get all mushy, because they're frozen. The fresh strawberries are better. That's okay, though. Shall we get into our stories? We've had our drinks. We're kind of on our way to being drunk. I'm a little drunk. I haven't had enough to eat. I know. As per usual. What's our theme tonight? Shall what we are talk we about doing? the dead, baby? Yeah, we're doing paranormal games. And if you're wondering what paranormal games are, you will soon find out. <laughs> I'm so funny. Is that supposed to be funny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've had a few of these. Leave me alone. Uh-huh. I told tell. you. <laughs> Let me get on your level real quick. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. Mm-hmm. I have to run to the liquor store before they close. Like we don't have 12 bottles in the basement ready to go for vacation. Those are for vacation. Our vacation has started. This is true. You make a valid point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for paranormal games, I went with the elevator game, Elevator Ritual. It has... you. I, I've heard it both ways. In the words of Sean Spencer, I've heard it both ways. I know who Sean Spencer is. I hope so. You're staring at me blankly. I've never heard him say that. He says it in so many episodes. And it's probably in the words of half of the world. I've heard it both ways. Anyway, so there aren't any really definitive origins, but most websites say that this originated from a Korean website, and I would assume it's probably a South Korean website because North Korea's got that shit on lockdown. So. Who knows? Maybe it's a North Korean project. <gasps> Maybe this was something they developed. Maybe. Oh, it's a fuck with the rest of the world. Yeah. North Korea is devious that way. They got their first elevator, you know, like a hundred years after they were invented. <laughs> and they were just having so much fun playing with the you elevator. You think they were just walking stairs that whole damn time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, damn, we really could have done this a lot more efficiently, only if we had an elevator. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what it was, but they knew what it was called. Well, now they know, and they've created this devious, devious yeah. game. They were just so excited to have an elevator that they were playing around with it and figured it out. So the idea of this game is to use an elevator to visit another dimension. 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 You heard me, damn it! I said it. Is it a dimension? It's a you dimension. Die when you go there. No. It's more than one, so it's like die. More than one. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. That whatsoever. doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> the plural of dimension would be dimensions. Dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the game is pretty complicated, and there there are a ton of steps that are involved in this. But the most you're fucking cracking your knuckles, and I'm gonna hear that. I'm gonna throw up. You can't hear shit. I can hear it. I can't hear you, but I can hear your damn knuckles. I guarantee it. Bull. Pucky. Anyway, so it's complicated. There's a shit ton of steps, 
But the most important thing is that you play it alone. You have to play this one alone. And I think that's kind of what maybe freaks me out the most about this. Just reading the stories about this online really freaked me out. Wussy. And I'm okay with it. Whatever. I keep myself safe, man. Ain't nothing coming after me except for apparently freaking Elizabeth. Otto saw her yesterday. You didn't tell me this. You were downstairs when you saw her, yeah. Tell me. What happened? Or you were standing on top of the stairs. Remember when I was getting the potatoes? No. no or the the rice from downstairs yesterday before dinner? Okay, yeah. And he was standing there scratching the, the couch downstairs. Mm-hmm. But he was, he was scratching. He's looking around at something. And he's like, meow, meow. I heard him. And you're like, chill, dude. I was like, he's talking to Elizabeth. Was he looking at something weird? Yeah, his head was all over the place. Fuck, man. Cats, no. Trust your cats. Trust your pets. <sighs> now I'm all freaked out. Don't do that to me. Seriously. I know that shit follows me around. Okay. So, elevator game. Now that I'm thoroughly creeped out. You have to find a building. <clears throat> Shut up. You have to find a building that has at least ten floors. So, luckily, I'm not around any buildings that have ten floors because... <laughs> This really freaked me out. I'd never ride an elevator ever again. You have to enter the elevator. Our condo on... has exactly 10 floors. You're a fucking dick. I'm real. That's mean. We're on the 10th floor. Oh. No, we're not. Yes, we are. You're full of shit. We're like 15 something. Huh? Aren't we 15 something? No. <sighs> Baby, why would you do that to me? You're going to find out one way or another. Uh, you might as well know now. I don't like You this. booked it. Dude, can we take the stairs? We'll just send our shit. We'll you send our shit up on the elevator, and we'll take, take the stairs. stairs. I'll take the damn elevator. Fine, I'll get fit. Go ahead, then. My butt's gonna look fabulous. Go ahead. I'll be chilling in the room, pouring my drink up before you walk in the. We'll just in okay. The room. <gasps> so you have to ride with me every time. Then I can't ride that elevator alone. That's gonna be a thing. That's a thing. Okay, so you have to enter the elevator on the first floor. And absolutely no one else can get on with you. If somebody gets on with you, you have to get off, and then you try again. Right? So, so you probably want to do this in an empty-ish building or late at no. night. No. You could be a dick that presses the door close button. Yeah. And just shuts it in their faces. Like, bro, I'm trying to play a game right now. You need to relax. Okay. So you get on at the first floor, and then... Once you're on there by yourself, you go to the fourth floor, but you don't get out. And that's you. That's the thing for a while. Until you've completed the ritual, you don't get out. So, you get on the first floor, you go to the fourth floor, you don't get out. And then you go to the second floor. And then you go to the sixth. Are you going to fart? What are you doing? You're making me creeped out. Then you go back to the second. I don't like looking at you right now. And you go all the way up to the tent. <laughs> Don't get out. Stop being a creepy motherfucker, man. You should see the way he's looking at me. It's like something out of a horror movie. What are you you're, trying to say, dickhead? You're on the tenth floor. Don't get out of the elevator. So the next few steps are the most important. Now you go to the fifth el fifth elevator, fifth floor. Fifth element. That's a good movie. Yeah. I like that movie. Chicken, good. good. Anyway, go to the fifth floor. And this is when shit gets real. You're on the fifth floor in the elevator. 
and a woman might get on the elevator with you, but you can't look at her, you can't talk to her, you can't acknowledge that she even exists. And reports say that she'll try to try really hard to get you to pay attention to her, and she'll do things like cry or scream. She might harm herself, like smash her head against a door or something worse. And then if you acknowledge her, she becomes really hostile. And she's probably now attached herself to you. So you're taking that bitch home with you. But you can't, you can, literally, you can't even glance at her because just looking at her toes or looking at the hem of her dress or something can really fuck you up. And some people have said that this leads to visions of dis, dismembered Bobby, Bobby's bodies. I've had too much alcohol. What is she a bad bitch, though? Burning corpses and covered floors. Why is she a bad bitch? No, what if she is a bad bitch? Like, what if she got a fatty on her? What, like you gonna smoke it? <laughs> what did she talk about? Throwback to the seventies when people called it a fatty. Okay, okay, yeah, a you're right. But a donkers. No, a she fatty got means the a blunt, man. On her you brother. got a big old blunt. You got a fat blunt. In the context of that, yes, but I'm talking about a female. Yeah. And the a fatty. only other thing that I could think a fatty might mean. It's inappropriate to, to discuss on this podcast, and we'll skip right over that. A butt. <laughs> I did not picture that as a butt. <laughs> okay, so if you look at her, you might see dismembered bodies, burning corpses, or blood-covered floors. <laughs> I can't do the moo-ha-ha. Can you do it for me? Moo-ha-ha. You're better. That was more like the shark bait. Ooh-ha-ha. Ooh-ha-ha. <laughs> That's like the, the coffee shop. Don't make me laugh. I might pee my pants. <laughs> okay, so once she's on and you're ignoring her, then you have to select the first floor. And if the elevator starts to move up to the 10th floor instead of down to the first floor, then you're good. You're golden and you want to continue with the game. If it goes to the first floor, though, you want to get the fuck off that thing. Get the hell out of there. Don't look back. Whatever. Just beat it the fuck out of there, right? If if it goes down to the Just first floor, beat it. Yeah, something means it didn't go. That that means it didn't go right, and you just want to get the fuck out of there. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. You got to be careful because if you look back, it might follow you home, which would also suck. For sure, bud. If you do end up going to the tenth floor, you have a couple of options. You can stay in the elevator. And go back down to the lobby. But this whole time she's going to be riding with you. And you can't communicate with her. You can't acknowledge that she exists in any way. And this bitch is going to try to get your attention. She's going to be like, pay attention to me. Yo, yo, I'm needy. Look at me. Do whatever. You need to... Can't relate. Mm-mm. You need to ghost that bitch. Act like she ain't there. Or you can get off. And I mean get off the elevator. At any floor? Or on Keep the it clean. Floor? On 10th floor. And we're back. Yeah, sorry. You might hear some noise in the background because Otto is playing around with some bags. But, okay. So you can stay on and go down to the first floor or you can get off at the 10th floor. Right? Once you get out on the 10th floor and start looking around, if you're the only person there that's like the dead giveaway that you've made it to the alternate dimension, and it's important to remember 
at this point which elevator that you had got that you exited because you have to use the same elevator to get back to our dimension so there were some stories about people that use like newspapers and they stuck them in the doors so they could find it or I guess it depends on what building you're in. If there's only one elevator, that makes it easy. But if you've got multi multiple elevators, it's a challenge. So descriptions of what you see when you get off might vary. Most people say that they that the world outside of the windows is dark except for a red glow or like this red cross that's in the distance. But inside of the building, it's really, really dark. And the air is extremely heavy and people feel like they might suffocate. Some people say that they've fainted, and it's really important. Don't faint. Hmm. So if you have a history of fainting, this is probably not the one for you. Many people, when they exit the elevator, they, they try to walk in like a straight line so that they'll have an easier time of finding their way back. But um, But when they try to come back, it's like, you ever have that dream with the endless hallway? No. No? So, like, the door that you try to get to and it just keeps getting further and further away. That's kind of what it, it's like when they try to come back. So, they, it's really hard for them to get back to the elevator. Everybody says that they've made it back. Mm -hmm. So, eventually it must work, but they have a hard time getting there. The air is really heavy, so it can make things kind of disorienting and it makes it hard to think clearly. So, visitors can't discern the correct elevator doors anymore, although... If you're wandering around and you're in this other dimension and things are weird and you're really paying attention to your surroundings, it's easy to forget which elevator you got off of, even when you make a point of trying to remember. Has anybody ever left the hotel or building? There, I'll get to it. Yes and no, but I'll get to it. Um, You have, I, the reports that I see, I've read said that you really have to work hard to keep your wits about you the whole time because on the 10th floor, even after leaving, if, if you faint before you get safely home, you might wake up at home, but you won't actually be home. So that's kind of that question of whether they've left. I didn't see anything where anybody said that they actually walked out of the building that they were in to explore the world. Right. But it was, like something happened where they thought they completed the game and they didn't or they fainted and they wake up at home but it's not really home sort of thing so they wind up mm -hmm. in this other dimension we'll get to it i'll get you some more details momentarily got you brother so once you make it back to the correct elevator once you're done exploring this creepy ass alternate dimension and you're ready to go home you have to press the buttons in the same order that you did to get there. So that's 4, 2, 6, 2, 10, 5, 1. I would definitely have to have this written down because I would forget this shit. I guarantee it. Get it tatted on your body. Right? So at the very end, when you press 1, the elevator is going to try to take you back up to the 10th floor like you're redoing the ritual. And this is basically the point where you just have to button mash the fuck out of that button pad and try and get down to the first floor. And then, or any other floor. Just, you don't want to go back to the 10th floor. And then once it goes down and you get to the first floor, you can't get off the elevator right away. The doors open and you want to kind of, like, you want to look around the lobby. You want to see people. You want to make sure that everything looks really normal. 
Um, does it look like the place that you remembered? If anything feels off, you want to kind of you want to repeat the whole process. But you can't go back to the tenth floor. You don't want to go back to the tenth floor, no. So if it tries going back up to ten, then you button mash again, right? You just want to keep repeating until you get back to what you know for sure is your dimension. If you get stuck in the other dimension, the world can look a lot like ours. But you'll notice that something really isn't right. Like, some people say that things smell different. You'll notice that something just it really doesn't smell right. Or sounds aren't quite right. Like, birds will be singing differently. So it's kind of like our world, but a little slanted. So it'll look like our world, but just it won't feel like us, right? Something off. Yeah. One of the biggest reasons that people are warned not to play this game is because of what might happen after when they're supposed to be home safe. Um, Some people have reported that they, they have these continual recurring dreams of being back in the elevator where they have to play the game like over and over and over again, right? But it just never goes right. The elevator stops and they have to take the stairs or they can't get back on the right elevator. Or um, some say that the woman has followed them home and haunts them there, banging on windows, watching them, laughing evilly at them, which would just unnerve the fuck out of me. If there's somebody standing there laughing like a psychopath at me, I'm done. Mm -mm. Put me on some anti-anxiety meds. I'm fucked. Mm -mm, Can't handle it. Get you some Xanax. Yes. Even if it was in our dimension and there's just somebody that follows me around and laughs at me evilly, I'm done. Don't you do it, you bastards. That's just called crack. Crack is whack, man. Crack is whack. Is it, though? So there are players. Players warn that this game has ruined their lives. They live in constant fear and paranoia. They see this woman's face in their sleep. And some of them even said they see it while they're awake. And they can't stop shaking. It's like they're forever cold. So it's just... They warn heavily against playing this game. So play it. Oh, yeah. Sounds like fun. So I have a couple of stories for you. A word? And you're going to have to forgive me if I'm chewing a little bit in the background. A I'm word? chowing down on some Wegmans garlic Tuscan bread because this stuff is so good. Except for last time we had it. Dude, that's the only time that's ever happened. I don't happened. care. That was upsetting. That was upsetting. They forgot to put the garlic seasoning. in like months. And then we splurged and we got it. And Wegmans, to be honest, you fucked us over, bud. There was no garlic seasoning on the garlic Tuscan bread, so it was just bread. Just bread. It was good bread, nonetheless. But it wasn't what we had hoped for. It wasn't the delicious heaven of garlic Tuscan bread. This stuff is seriously probably the panties. It's the best bread I've ever had. Yeah. I can't stop sure. eating this stuff. All right. Enough about bread. Yes. Stories. So I have two stories. Such good bread, though. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, a lot of people associate this story, this real life event with the elevator game. But I don't, I, I don't think it's related, and you'll see why. Back in the winter of 2013, the body of Elisa Lamb was found in a water tank at the Cecil Hotel in L.A. And investigators still don't know how she died. 
It was officially ruled as an accidental drowning, but her bizarre behavior in the time that led up to her disappearance and death really fueled a lot of a lot of different kinds of speculation and conspiracy theories and people really came up with some wild ideas. Some of them made sense, like somebody did her in or she was doing drugs, but others were that maybe she had tried to play the elevator game. So at that time, she was a really tired student and she decided to take a break from school and just kind of get away for a bit like we're doing, right? Since her family was really worried about her traveling by herself, she made sure to check in regularly with her parents. So I think it was, I know that on January 31st of 2013, her parents hadn't heard from her, so they contacted the LA police. I think it was actually the same, like they hadn't heard from her that day. That's how close these guys were. Uh-huh. They knew something was up. They knew something immediately was up. They hadn't heard mm-hmm. from her in a day. Something was wrong. So, surveillance video was released about, I think, two weeks later by the police. And it shows Miss Lamb on the elevator before her disappearance. And the way that she's acting is really, really odd. It's this four-minute long video. And I personally watched this video and I wrote... These are my, my descriptions of what happens. It's definitely weird. So... As the video starts, she steps onto the elevator and then she bends over and really closely inspects all the buttons. And then she presses all of them. (laughs) And then she ducks to the back corner behind the buttons, so the corner opposite. Uh And, like, presses herself up against the wall. And she's staring at the door. But the doors remain open. So she steps out and she pops her head out and looks both ways really quickly and then ducks back inside. And this time she presses herself right against the corner that has the buttons in it, on it. Like, she looks like she's trying to hide herself from somebody. Right? The doors still don't close. So she moves out. She peeks out again. And then while this whole time she, she's standing between the doors now. So she's peeking out, looking around. The doors don't close. She, then she jumps out, looks around, does this weird little, like, shuffle dance of her feet, and then steps back into the elevator. Doors still don't close. So again, she steps out, and this time she gets away from the sight of the elevator, but the doors remain open. So this whole time, they've been open. And this, this is getting in, the, the video's progressing, right? Finally, she comes back to the elevator, and she's got her hands raised up like she's covering her ears almost like kind of like you're in a fight and you're trying to you're shaking your hands around your ears like you're trying to get somebody to shut up it's just too much and then she steps into the elevator pushes all of the floor buttons again the buttons are still lit mind you because this elevator has gone nowhere so she presses the buttons and then she does it over and over again and then immediately after pressing them gets off and starts making these weird, like, hand gestures. Almost like she's having a conversation. You know how Trump gets really hand gestury when he's having... Yeah. Yeah. Those kind, like, really hand gestury. And then she moves away. And she starts to kind of look nervous and uncomfortable. And then, and then she just walks out of sight. And that's at about three minutes into the video. And the door's... Finally close, and then the elevator travels to all the floors that the buttons were lit for, right? 
that's the last time that anybody sees Elisa Lam. Uh, gosh, in February, I think, of 2013. It was it was several weeks later. They find her naked body. Um, oh, yeah. I have it here. Been a little while since I read my notes. So, two weeks later, after the release of the video, they find her naked body. And it's gross. <laughs> so, the hel- hotel had gone to check on the water tanks that were up on the roof because customers had been complaining of low water pressure and strange black water with a funky, like, nasty sweet taste coming from the tap. Why would you drink it if it's black? I think what they did was they let it run for a little while and then it cleaned out and they thought it was old pipes or something and then they'd drink it and the water tasted weird. Yeah. So firefighters came and they had to cut the the water tank open to get her out because there's only about a foot of space between the top of the tank and where the water is and they just they couldn't get in there. Her clothes, which were the same ones that she was wearing in the video, were found next to her. Some reports that I saw were that they were in the water with her. Others said that they were outside of the tank, so I don't really know. And I've heard a couple different other podcasts have covered this as well, and I've heard a couple different takes on that. So, the thing about Elisa Lamb was that she had depression and bipolar disorder. But she was probably taking at least most of her medication at the time, because when they did the autopsy, they did find medication in, like, in her system. So mm-hmm. she had been on at least most of it, and they didn't find anything else. So there were theories of illicit drugs. Probably wasn't illicit drugs, because they, they shouldn't have been out of her system by that time. If she had gone up while she was high on something, they should still be there. Right. So the hotel thinks that it's it would have been really hard for her to get to the roof, because it's above the 15th floor. And then getting into the water tank without tripping these alarms would have been challenging. You have to take you have to take the elevator to like the fifteenth floor and then you go up stairs and then there's an a door with an alarm on it. And then once you get out of the door with the alarm on it, there are a whole bunch of ladders to get up to the water tank. But what I've learned from listening to other shows, other podcasts, and doing a little more research was that there, for one, there is a fire escape that can get to the roof. And two, those alarms on the doors don't always work. So, who's to say? She she might have been able to get up there without any trouble. But if you're that high, if that's the idea is that she's super high, then maybe not. Or if she's having some kind of manic episode. I don't know. It's really difficult to say. Whatever, the, whatever happened, the circumstances are really weird. But, um... It's pro- it probably would have been hard for her to navigate. A lot of people think that she might have been playing this game, the elevator game. And that this was like, somehow the video caught her being stuck in the other dimension. And she just never got out. But I don't think so because the the rules of the elevator game are that you press the buttons in a particular order. And then you go to the different floors. And she never went anywhere. She mashed all the buttons. She did the ma- button mashing that I told you at the end when you want to get the fuck away, right? Mm-hmm. But she never went anywhere. She just stayed there. But the weird thing was that those doors just never closed. They didn't close until she was gone, gone. But she was. She would stand on that elevator for a good period of time. Those elevator doors 
probably should have closed. It was weird. Watching the video, it's weird. She broke it? I, no, because it ran. It ran after she got off the elevator. But when she was around it, it wouldn't go anywhere. It's definitely, if you watch the video, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. Some people say the video is edited. I don't know. I'm not a video expert. I barely can handle editing this damn podcast. So I can't, I don't, I'm not, I can't speak to that. But regardless of what happened, it's, it's really sad. I feel bad for her family that there are all these conspiracy theories out there. And it's like, just let the girl rest. Yeah. I think that she was a troubled girl, troubled woman. And that these are really just unfortunate circumstances and something very sad happened to their family. But I do have another story for you from somebody who says they played it. This is posted by... Ooh, this is hard to say. Neko Naderit on Reddit two years ago. I think it's a guy. Uh, they start off by talking about how they and their friends went to a hotel to try to play the game because they dared each other to do it and none of them thought that it would work. So they say, I began the ritual. I pressed the buttons in the correct order and began to ascend and descend the floors of the hotel, all the time knowing that nothing would actually happen. I was planning my made-up story that I was going to tell John, their friend, to scare him after I got out of the elevator about how the ritual worked and I was in the alternate dimension. Alternate dimension. I was laughing to myself at the thought of seeing his terrified face, but then something happened that turned my smile into a face of pale horror, made my blood run cold, and made me start shaking with fear. I reached the fifth floor, and a woman in a white dress entered the elevator. I stood frozen for about five minutes before my brain kicked into action, and I remembered that the only way to escape this was to finish the ritual. So I pressed the rest of the buttons. I hit the final button, praying that I would descend to the first floor and go back to the normal world rather than ascending to the tenth floor and entering the alternate dimension. But to my horror, as my trembling finger pressed the final button, the elevator began ascending. I almost broke down, but I managed to keep it together because I knew that if I stayed calm, it would be easier for me to escape. I decided that as soon as I reached the 10th floor, I would step out of the elevator, then get straight back on and repeat the ritual, as this is how you return to the real world. The doors opened, I stepped out, and was momentarily fixated on the glowing red cross in the sky. Then I turned around to step back into the elevator, but was stopped stone cold in my tracks. The elevator wasn't there. In a blind panic, I began to hyperventilate and collapse to the floor. When I finally got up, I noticed an elevator to my left at the end of the corridor about 100 meters away. So this must not be American because we don't speak in meters. Some people do. Most of us don't. I do. Yeah, but you study in meters. So do you. Not really. Biology doesn't use that so much. I wasn't prepared to waste any time or explore this dimension, so I just sprinted for the elevator. I repeatedly slammed the button to open the doors, but it felt like it was taking a lifetime. There's a button to open the doors? Isn't there a button to just get the elevator up and then you slam the button to close the doors? I don't open the door. Not when you're outside of the elevator. Oh, on the outside? Yeah. It's usually just an up and down. Yeah. Then I heard something that made me slam the button even faster. Footsteps coming towards me from behind. Luckily, the elevator opened when it 
when it sounded like they were right behind my back. So I stepped in and frantically pressed the buttons to undo the ritual. When I reached the first floor, the doors opened and I laughed through relief and happiness when I saw John standing there telling me to be quiet so the receptionist didn't hear us. What happened? What was it like? John asked me. I told him that it didn't work and it was just a waste of time. Then he asked, then asked if he wanted to go grab a burger. So I'm just playing it off. Like, it's super cool. It's all chill. I went to another, another dimension. I feel like I might die. Let's go for a burger. Uh-huh. Right. A burger and about 25 beers. <laughs> right. Or more. Drink till you forget. Right. To this day, six months later, I'm still paranoid that I never left the alternate dimension. And every time something seems just slightly off, it petrifies me. Hopefully it's just a phase that will pass soon, but if there's one thing I could say about my experience with the elevator ritual, it would be this. It isn't just another internet urban legend. This is something else. The elevator ritual really works. I have no explanation for it. Perhaps there's a logical one. But for now, all I can say is this. Do not perform the elevator ritual. And that's my story. And now I'm going to eat my bread. to it? I'm going to eat my bread. Now it's your turn. What's your so story? You wouldn't play the elevator game. Hell no. I'm not going to play any of these games. Mm-mm. I am not tempting fate. I have enough shit happen to me without that. Thank you. What if I gave you $100? Oh, no. That's $100, brother. Baby, I do not need $100 and death. Torment and fear. Pass. Hard pass. I don't know. So, what I have for you today... It's called The Picture Game. Am I going to like this game? Probably not. (laughs) There's a mirror. Oh, yeah. I forgot there was a mirror. You told me that before. Ew, I don't like this already. So, there's a a bunch of different places that had the rules for it. They all seem pretty much the same. But I just, and and now, of course, I was looking. I don't know what happened. I wrote the internet. Or the the website down. But it's not there anymore. So I I don't recall where I got it from. But it was the most detailed. So that's what I went with. (laughs) Um, You need at least two players. Of course, the more the better. There's some requirements for the game. You need a length of string. A rope or something similar. And it needs to be long enough to make a circle when the ends are knotted together. Okay. Well, that could be a small ass piece of string. Like how big Why is don't the you circle? just relax and let me talk? How big is the circle? Chill. I'll tell you. Fine. Go ahead. Tell dude. me. I'm gonna leave you on edge because I'm gonna tell you. Let <laughs> tell you that. You need a scissors or a knife or something. I need a scissors. A scissors. Got it. Check. And a small mirror per participant. Um, and you also need a a camera with a flash. And it's, phones aren't recommended camera phones and you need a drinking glass and a beverage preferably alcoholic and most people use wine for it and that's what's recommended oh we could easily play this game and lastly you need a quiet room that we could not get right kick the kiddies out or the children so you begin the game at midnight you need to make the string into a circle by tying the ends together in a knot and place it in the middle of the room. 
So you need to place the drinking glass in the middle of this rope circle and fill it with your beverage. You need to arrange the players in a circle by seating them around the outside of the rope circle. So to answer your question, the string needs to be long enough to accommodate every fucking person that plays the game. Are you happy? I am happy. Thank you for giving me that Yeesh. little piece of information. You Clarification. mother lover. Nobody must step into the circle after you fill the glass. Do spirits really like spirits? Is that like a thing? Our spirits like, woohoo, booze. I think everybody does. So each player places their mirror in front of them with the reflective side pointed toward the ceiling. All players must close their eyes and everyone holding their hand, holding each other's hands. Not now, you might get coronavirus. Not when you have the spirits to protect you. Do you think that's how that works? Yep. Each participant must say, one after another, I trust you. And you can't say it with somebody else. It needs to be said one after another individually. After each player states their trust, everybody repeats three times uh, in unison, the door is open, please come in. No. Yes. No. Yes. How do you close it out? You do you, don't. Do you be like, bitch, the door is closed, get the fuck out. <laughs> Party's over. Because, like, a Ouija board, you say goodbye, but how do you get these bitches out once they in? I barely started the story, and you're already asking about the end of it? Yeah, I'm asking about Relax. that. Relax, <laughs> you need to chill with that shit. So, all the players may now open their eyes. So, the sitting, as it is called, you begin it by having one participant take up the camera. They must say the words, I caught you, then pointing the camera forward toward the center of the circle, player takes one picture. You pass the camera to the next person in the circle, and if you're using a digital camera, like where it shows you the picture after you take it, um, you cannot look at the picture taken by the person before you. So then it goes on, that the, the next person must also say, I caught you, and take a picture of themselves. Wait, so you, they're taking a picture of themselves? No, they take the picture themselves. So they take a picture aimed at the center of the... Yes. Okay. So you repeat this until each person has taken three pictures each. If a player begins crying or feeling nauseous, do not allow them to take any pictures. Instead, pass the camera around them to the next player. Are they even allowed to ta like touch the camera or... No. You need to just... Skip over them. Skip them. They aren't Act like they're the chick on the elevator. They aren't they a part exist. of it anymore. Right. So after the camera is passed around the three, the circle three times, you put it down. So the farewell. All players must close their eyes and repeat in unison again, it is time to go home. Every player must turn their mirror upside down. You turn on the lights and using the scissors or knife or whatever, you cut open the rope circle. You take the drinking glass outside and empty it. It's recommended that you empty it into... Uh, a patch of dirt or just earth, you know. So not don't just go pour it on your driveway, whatever. And this is when you may now look at the photos that you've taken during the ritual. Some red flags while playing the game. What are the red flags while playing the game? 
if one or more participants begin acting in an uncharacteristic manner, one or more participants state that they are frightened, and you're also not supposed to play the game or play the game with somebody who is scared to play it. If the ritual must be aborted, you may do so by putting the camera down and proceeding directly to the farewell. So that's when you say it's time to go home. Yeah. If a red flag participant takes a picture, do not look at the picture. Do not continue with the ritual, and you need to destroy the camera. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just pictured like this corny horror flick where somebody smacks it, smacks the camera out of that person's hand, like bitch, smacks no. <laughs> cuts the rope. We're done. Right. So. That's how you play the game. I, too, pulled a story from Reddit. It was posted in uh, the subreddit Three Kings. It's a subreddit dedicated to sharing the experiences in paranormal rituals. And this is by a user, Kevin K. Crane. He starts it off by rating it, um, its realism scale, as a 97%. And he has had a, a few other, there was a couple other where he played this game as well as some other kind of like paranormal games, rituals, I guess as you would refer to it as. Um, and this is pretty much uh, word by word how he posted it or of his post. His experience, he says, my brave yet stupid friend named Jeff suggested we would play the game on Friday the 13th since it is known to be a special day for unholy spirits and devils. There's your first mistake, bud. Friday the 13th? Yeah. He called two or, two or more of, my, of his friends and they gathered at Jeff's house. He says, and we wanted to wait till it's 2 a.m. And I must be honest, I was scared as fuck. Like, I don't want to take pictures with ghosts and shit especially on that day, but curiosity controlled me. I wanted to know what would happen. 2 a.m. came, and we gathered and prepared the wine and strings, and we read the rules, and it evolved that never start if someone was scared. Goes back to the rules. He says, okay, I fucked up. I was scared, but didn't care, which was a stupid thing I regret till now. We held hands and chanted in unison, and we started taking pictures. The first cycle passed, and second cycle was horrifying as fuck. <laughs> I thought you said the first psychopath. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. So the second cycle was horrifying as fuck. My friend Tom, out of nowhere, we found his face covered in tears, and his eyes were red as all hell. We got scared, so yup, that was the trigger for ghosts to take advantage of us. And that makes sense, you know. Like, if you show your fear... They know that, you know, there's a... There's you're the essentially alley. acknowledging that right. there's something going on. Yeah, you're an easy target. Jeff wanted to quit, but I told him it would be dangerous to leave in the middle. And of course, the creepy noises from the living room were something I'd never heard before. A weird noise like an angry person who kept making an agony-like sound. It was... <laughs> and then, boom, it went... <laughs> <laughs> And boy, I almost jumped out the window and screamed like a cookie. And like Jeff a cookie? Close the door in case there was something coming up the stairs. How does a cookie scream? I don't know. Oh my God, if you put your cookies in the oven and they start screaming at you. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, Mr. Cookie. 
I think I would you. be traumatized for life, man. That's a shit of nightmares when you your food starts screaming at you while you cooking. Never eat cookies ever again. Especially for an Eaton Park cookie. Ew, with the creepy ass smile. A smile cookie. It's not <laughs> creepy. It's cute. <laughs> or gingerbread man. I don't. That's just unnerving thinking about your food. It's like, what's that? What is that freaking Seth Rogen movie? Food party or something? Sausage party. Sausage party. Right? Maybe? I yeah, don't know. Sausage party, I think. Sausage something. Yeah. Your food starts screaming at you. Mm-hmm. Nope. So he screams like a cookie. Screams like a cookie. We decided we have to end, so we took the third cycle, and every time we take a picture, the sound grows closer, and Tom kept covering his ears and shaking forwards and backwards. So Tom was the one that was freaking out. Nope. Nope. Why? Nope. Stop it. We ended the ritual and looked at the photos. I swear I never wanted to look. Curiosity always wins. So I decided to take a look. And the lovely shadow figures were in the first cycle picks. And my pick was a shadow figure standing behind me. And the second cycle was some red eyes in the picks. But by regrettable mistake, we took a picture of Tom when he was, re- when he was crying. We forgot the rule about not taking a picture of someone crying. I don't and like I, this at all. I know you told me this story already, but it's been a little while and I forgot and this is really freaking me out. I don't like it. Yeah. Dude, I got goosebumps. I told Jeff I won't look at it. So he decided to look and suddenly Jeff, the bravest of my friends, threw the picture and screamed violently like a maniac while covering his mouth. I ran at him and tried to relax him. He kept saying, oh my fucking God, oh my fucking God, what the fuck in the living fuck is that? What the fuck is that, bro? <laughs> it sounds like if Paris Hilton was trying to get, be ghetto. Get ghetto. 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 A British gangster. Sounds like if Paris Hilton was trying to be Ghetto. ghetto. I got terrified from what was happening. I mean, Tom was still lying on the ground, and Jeff was having a panic attack. And, oh, I forgot to mention my other friend, who literally jumped out of the window after the game was done. He didn't want to leave the house through the door by the living room. He just went straight and jumped and ran in the streets. That'd be me. Dude, I hope... What if if they were on, like, the second floor, man? Who cares? You can just beat the fuck out of there. (laughs) Right. Take your chances. Some in the house, it'll be concerned long enough with who is right there. I believe I can fly. It's not like a second floor, second story jump would kill you or break your legs even. Okay, I did it. If you took a tumble and roll. I did it when I was 16 and I used to be just a delightful teenager and sneak out of my house and I jumped out of a second floor window and I fucked up my ankles real good. I mean, I still snuck out. You snuck out for late night mass, right? I snuck out to hang out with my best friend, John. Yeah. But I busted up my ankles real good. I snuck out anyway. I kept going. I didn't care. I came back. My my ankles hurt for like two weeks, but whatever. It's worth it. Deserved it. I was a a bad bitch in... Sure. What? 11th grade? Sure. No. 10th grade. I was so hard. (laughs) Was that supposed to signify your hardness? Is that how? That's how it sounds, right? 
move on anyway. <sighs> I know, I'm a dork. Always been a dork. I will forever be a dork, and I am okay with it. Y'all see the cookie that I'm dating. <laughs> Concerning Tom's picture, I couldn't resist. I wanted to see what made Jeff one of the bravest friends to be terrified as fuck like that. I looked at the picture and I regret I did, but it was far beyond my imagination. Tom's eyes were hollow and pure black, and there was shadow with red eyes, barely smiling, but it looked like it was coming out of Tom's neck. Ew. That's gross. Yeah, man. This thing was coming out of his body. Uh-uh. Said I almost cried. For fuck's sake, it was scary. I mean, it literally took me five days so I can gather my strength to write about this. We immediately burned the pictures and Jeff broke the camera and burned it too. I will never try such a dangerous ritual again. After all, curiosity killed the cat and it almost killed me. So he gives some pro tips for the game. Starting off saying, fuck this game. Number one. Don't be a living baboon and try to play it on lovely Friday the 13th. Trust me, you, sh you shall be re you <laughs> Trust me, you shall be filled with regret. Never ever fucking ever play if you are afraid. Never ever fucking ever? Yeah. Okay. Just really bringing it home. For sure, man. Make sure you got them big balls for this game. Is that what he says? Yeah. It's number three. You got to have the big old cojones. Jesus Christ, pray for the Lord if you summon cute Disney ghosts that just want to take pictures. I mean, I don't know. I'd take a selfie with. With who? Also. Why? You want the Ice Queen to take a picture with you? Yeah. You judging me? Yeah, I am. Frozen Why? was like the least good Disney movie, Pixar movie good? ever. Yeah, the least good. It's Disney Pixar. You can't. It's not like awful. It's just not that good. Sorry, not sorry. Frozen sucked. Tangled all the way, bitches. Rapunzel. Tangled is trash. Tangled? Are you kidding? Goodbye. Number five. If you hear any kind of noise in the house, just lock the door of the room you are playing in. There's a high chance one of your friends might cry, so never take a picture of him or let him take any. If you are the one crying, I'm sorry. There's a high chance you'll be used by a ghost and get possessed. Make sure you have an experienced friend that knows how to save anyone if he got possessed. Massive warning. Never by any chance look at the picture before ending the game. And they didn't, but... Yeah, I mean, that would freak you out. So it's going to make you even more vulnerable. It makes right. sense. If you feel you don't want to look at the pictures, then don't. I still regret looking. Curiosity killed the cat and might kill you. That's like a theme for this man. <laughs> Is it Deadly the second warning. time he said it? It's like the fourth time. <laughs> Deadly warning. Only blame yourself if you play near a graveyard, and I don't think you will have time to blame. Respect the dead and leave them asleep. He ends it off by saying, after all, I don't know what we summoned, but nope, they weren't Disney ghosts, actually. Would you like my mushy strawberries? Vodka soaked strawberries? I don't like them. They're all mushy. If it was a real, like a fresh strawberry, it'd be different. But the frozen ones get dishy. Right. So that's your, that's your paranormal game? That's my story. 
I don't want to fuck with that game. I want to fuck with both of them on the same day. You're messed up in the head. But that's pretty evident from last episode when you were talking about aliens probing your butthole. That's not fucked up. It's a little fucked up. So these are some uh, paranormal games you're probably not going to be playing anytime soon. Who, us? Yeah, us. Don't even think about it. Okay, you can't handle me talking to Elizabeth. What makes you want to play these games? I'm chilling, bro. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I have a listener story to read, by the way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So this one comes from Adam. And, ooh, oh, shit. Everything just got real big. That ain't right. Let's see. All right. So he says, now anyone who knows me knows I am a night owl, and it would be no big surprise that I have been since a young age. Though my parents would go to bed, most times I would lay in bed awake. Our house was an older house, something perhaps from the early part of the 1930s. So not too old, maybe about 100 years now. The two bedrooms... Oh, fuck, I keep screwing this up. No, I don't want a header footer. Go away. The two bedrooms were connected by a small hallway with each room at separate ends, doors facing each other. And in the middle, on one side, was the dining room, and on the opposite side of the dining room was the bathroom. Makes sense. You eat, you poop, it works. The bathroom was really basic, had a sink, bathtub with a shower, toilet, nothing major. My bed was in line with the door to my bedroom, so I could see down the hallway and my parents would leave the bathroom light on for me and the light was used as kind of like a nightlight. So he's laying in bed, doors open, nightlight from the bathroom. You wouldn't be able to deal with that. No, I wouldn't. That would freak me out. I could not do it. Under the bed. Or another window. The door. Wow. Wow. Third time's a charm. Flicker. This one particular night, I was lying awake in bed and the bathroom light was on for me, like it always was. I could hear a noise coming from the bathroom. At first, I thought it was my parents getting up to use the bathroom, but then there was nobody there. There was nothing. I could then hear faint talking like a whisper. I could not understand what the voice was saying, and it was definitely talking. That makes me think of when I would hear the talking outside of our bathroom. I could never understand what it was saying, but it sounded like it was having a one-sided conversation. Mm -hmm. Still facing the hallway, I saw a small foot from around the door of the bathroom, half in, half out. There, three toes with long nails, but the nails looked more like claws. Shortly after, a small claw-like hand with three fingers, much like the foot, emerged from the bathroom, holding the side of the bathroom door. This is the shit of nightmares. I don't like it. Five claws is normal, but three? Oh, just like, and in my head, it's like one at a time that, you know, they like wrap, wrap around, around all slow. Oh, mm-mm. Nope. You can hear it. Okay. Then a small head and one eye peeked around the door. The figure was around three feet high, so roughly my height. Wait, it had one eye or just one eye popped I around? I think just one eye popped around. It's just peeking around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's around three feet high with a small pointed ear and the eye was dark red, so it's basically like a demonic Dobby from Harry Potter. The eye did not glow but had a strange cat-like shape. 
Its skin was not scaly like snakes, but more like a lizard's. Harry Potter? Dobby! Harry Potter. I thought that was Lord of the Rings. Wow. You just don't What's know. What's the thing in Lord of the Rings? What are you talking about the thing in Lord of the Rings? Dobby? No. Dobby is from Harry Potter. I don't think so. Anyway, moving on. So it didn't look like a snake. It looked more like a lizard. The color was brownish black, and it reminded me of a gremlin from the movie Gremlins, which makes sense with the name Gremlins. Its mouth was big, seeming to encompass its face with little teeth, and that is disgusting. I don't like it. Why not? Oh, just like, I imagine this cute little face. Like, imagine if a cat looked at you with its sweet little face, and then it smiled, and it was all these horrible, pointy, gross, disgusting teeth, and it was even looking. It's a cute little kitty. No. I don't like it. It said nothing to me, just looked at me, and I looked back. Even though I could see a small portion of its body and the light from the bathroom emanating from behind it, I did notice that it did not cast a shadow on the floor of the hallway, that in fact it was shadowless. After what seemed like an eternity, it slowly slinked back into the bathroom. First its foot, then its head, then its hand. I can still hear its nails scraping against the wall. As it pulled its hand back. That's like what you were talking about. I don't. Nope. Mm-mm. Oh my god. I might have nightmares after this. Yeah, I read like this that. before. Yeah. And now just like it's reinforcing it in my head. I don't like this. We're just going to have to make you forget. This is we why I can't bed. sleep anymore. This fucking podcast. I told you, man. You're like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. At this point, being totally frightened, I took my E.T. bed sheet and covered my body and head with it. I could still see the light through my sheet, although I did not want to look over near the door in fear that whatever it was could be standing there. Suddenly, out of nowhere, I heard the sound of something with small feet and nails, much like a dog across hardwood floors, dash from the bathroom into the dining room, and once it reached the dining room, the sound stopped. I know that sound. I don't like that sound. I don't like thinking about that sound with this creature. I don't mind it with a dog. I don't like it with this. <laughs> I don't like that picture. You just make way too many connections in your own brain. It's gross. No, I'm not making that connection. It's in here. He wrote it right here. You literally just said, I can think about it. I can hear it. I've had dogs. Right, so quit making the connections. <sighs> too late. He put it in there. <laughs> Feeding my fears. I never told my parents about what I saw because I thought they would not believe me. I never saw the creature again and have always been grateful for that. I call it a creature because I frankly do not know what else to call it. However, much later in my adult life, I was watching a paranormal reality show called Paranormal State in which a group of college students from the main campus of Penn State would go ghost hunting. One particular show, the show's lead investigator, Ryan, described seeing the exact same creature when he was three years old. Both Ryan and myself being from Pennsylvania... Is this creature lurking around our state, or visits younger children, or perhaps it's just younger children who can see it? It does give me a good feeling knowing someone else out there has experienced something similar to me. It kind of helps validate that I'm not just imagining it, and that this was an actual experience. What I did not know is that even though I would never see this creature again, 
this would not be my last experience. And I know Adam, and he's, I've spoken with him in the past. This dude has a lot of experiences. He loves the paranormal. He's, I think, I can relate as somebody who's lived through many, many things. You have a lot of paranormal experiences, and then you know for sure that whatever anybody else tells you, there's something that you don't, that that, that science can't explain. And I think that's probably where Adam's at. So, yeah, ghosts, creatures, whatever. There's more out there than what we know. Biology maybe, knows that we find new creatures all the time. Maybe we just don't know. We don't know. I think those are our stories for the day. What do you think? I've had a lot of vodka. I am feeling vodka. Vodka. Is that vodka. how they pronounce it in it's the European vodka. nation of Russia? I'm feeling very good. Very good, yes. Spasiba for the vodka. Spasiba. Nice mix of English and Russian. Yeah. For the, is that Russian? Spasiba means thank you. Spasiba. Mm-hmm. Vodka. Vodka. I love vodka. vodka. I used to hate it, now I love it. Spasiba. I sound for Romanian. I don't huh? know. I'm making shit up as I go. Romanian. I'm a I'm a vampire. You now I like good the vodka. At making shit up. Anyway, so don't forget to like and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Drink Rate From us Dead. Yes. If you want to get entered into the. The drawing. the drawing, yeah. So and email us. You have to email us. Remember, it's rate and review us on iTunes, which would be the most helpful. Um, or you can retweet one of my episode clips that I put up every week. Uh, retweet with comment on Twitter. Send us a screenshot. What's our Twitter again? What? What's our Twitter again? Drink drunk dead. But. You have to take a screenshot and then email it to us at drinkdrunkdeadpodcast at gmail.com. You can DM, DM it to us. No, I would like to have it emailed. Might encourage more people to send some stories. Nudge, nudge. Haha. We have some stories, but it's all from dudes. I wouldn't mind DM getting a chick to send a story. You're going to slide into my DMs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that runs the damn social media, so if they're DMing anybody, they're me DMing me. To anything yet. The only one I can give you access to is Facebook. I can't Just give, give you the login account for everything else. Anyway. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Yeah, don't forget to like us and tell your friends just how, how hilarious and hysterical and hilarious. Oh, we're just great. We're so funny. We're the best people you've ever met. I mean, I'm or the best. Met. He's he's okay. You're kind of boring. And we really appreciated y'all being along for the ride because there's <laughs> going to be no more episodes. Goodbye. Don't, don't hate me. So shall we? Raise a toast? Raise a toast? <laughs> so drunk. To, to our, our ghosts. ghosts. This is a nice little double tap. <laughs>